You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 92 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And look at us recording a second episode in a day. Exactly. Can we just have a high five to that real quick? Oh, that was a good high five. That probably, like, scared the shit out of everyone (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) Everyone's headphones probably went... Bob. <laughs> so sorry. We'll listen to that after. Make sure we can maybe tone that down. <laughs> that had a good crack. That to was it. a good pop. That was, that a, was good a good one. pop. Yeah. Skittly pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we very rarely are able to do more than one episode in a day. Yeah. Well, it's good. I know we're kind of busy these next couple weeks. Yeah. So, and we want to give the people what they want. Yes. And that is more episodes. So, here we go. This will be for future us. We will just be getting back from our trips. Yes. This will be when we come back from the secret location that you don't know about yet. When this comes out, I will know what it is. You will know. You're going to have gained that knowledge by then. (laughs) And we'll just be getting back from St. Augustine. And sadly, this will be our first day back to work. So, when you're listening to this... Think of sad, crying faces like the day after you get done vacation and you have to go back to hell. I mean, work. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone else, I wonder, feel that way? Like depression, like trip depression when you come back and you're just like... You need like a vacation from your vacation. Like I've always thought that. I really feel that like once you're done with your like vacation, you need to like be home for like a week. I wish you could have like designated vacation time to where like... You just don't go anywhere for a week, and you just do whatever the hell you want. That it's called week. a staycation. Yeah, exactly. But it's like it's hard because you're like, I want to use my PTO to just sit at home, not do anything. <laughs> but like, I kind of do. Yeah, it is nice. And so we always like to come back at least and have a day. Mm-hmm. Like we wouldn't come home on like a Sunday because then it's just like ah, oh, you get back and no. then you gotta like already get the Sunday scaries. So we mm-hmm. like to come back on like a Saturday. Yeah. Like, well, you have and we get up early and leave too, so we have most of the day mm-hmm. Saturday, and then we'll have all day. Yeah. There's two different types of people in the world, though. There are some people that, that yeah. like, will go. I'm not going to name her, but um, somebody I used to work with, yeah. she was, like, on, like, Sunday, she's like, I, if I get home at, like, 9 or 10, like, then I just go home and go to bed, like, my whole weekend, like, it's just filled with stuff. And I was like, I need to sit and be depressed in my living room for, like, five <laughs> hours before I go to bed. But that just stresses me out, too, because I'm like, then I got to go back to work and do, like, laundry and unpack and, like. But that's, yeah. like, our OCD, too, though. Yeah, it's Because, like, most people leave, like, piles of laundry on their floor. No. First of all, our cat, which we're going to get to talking about in a minute, yeah, would tinkle all over them if they were on the floor. Yeah, anything on the floor, Mishka will immediately <laughs> assassinate. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that is just our OCD. I know. Yeah. Nope, that nope. doesn't sit right with me. Nope. <laughs> I need like a couple good hours to like get my shit done. Yeah. I don't like going into a week feeling like I'm like bringing Unfinished. shit in with yeah. me. Yeah, like, or like a dirty house. Like we always get the house nice yes. and clean on the weekend. God, yeah. it sounds like so much fun. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, I need a clean bed. I need clean sheets on Sunday. I need to clean my house. I need to do the garbage. Like, I just feel more zen going into the week after that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, So let's see. Uh, Speaking of cats. We have some cat drama. (laughs) You know, we thought, unfortunately, when we lost Dennis that, you know, the the medical drama might slow down. But um, no, it's kind of, you know, like when one goes away, the others take on the responsibility to causing us to lose more money. So, <laughs> do, would you like to explain Mishka's medical adventures? Mishka's a diabetic. <laughs> Mishka's got the diabetes. Uh, well, we had noticed that he always drank a lot, mm-hmm. but like not excessive. And I would say the past week, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like excessive. He would drink a lot, and then he was getting to the point where he would drink, he'd, you know, 
meow at his bowl for more water. We'd give him more water, and then he would just throw up the water. Like, he, he was just so drinking fast. so much. Obviously, that was a red flag. Mm-hmm. We brought him right in. Um, they obviously did a full panel, blood work, mm-hmm. everything. And he came back very slight. It's not severe. Severely diabetic now. Um, but that led to us now giving uh, twice-daily insulin injections <laughs> to a cat. Yeah. And as you can imagine, giving shots to a cat twice a day is not really the most fun thing. But I do have to say, I we say all have handled it very well. Than we thought it was going to be. We both were very nervous. He... At first was like, what the fuck are you doing? But he mm-hmm. just kind of grabbed him by, like, the back of the neck, obviously. Yeah. And he kind of just lays down. Yeah, he doesn't fight. And that was my biggest thing. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if we have to, like, restrain the cat <laughs> while one of us injects him, like, I will just, like, don't know what to yeah. do with myself. Like, I'm going to be so upset. And he doesn't. And he's not scared. Like, mm-hmm. I figured once he kind of figured out what was happening, you know, because obviously his insulin has to live in the fridge. Yep. So once we got into the fridge or kind of anywhere in the kitchen... Yeah. He was going to just run. Flip. Yeah, he really doesn't. Anytime he sees his carrier or anything that looks like his carrier. He's gone. <laughs> he, that gone. little ass goes do 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 For having some, like, beginning arthritis, it sure gets up the stairs <laughs> real quick when the carrier comes out. Yeah, poor thing. I know, but, you know, it's gone really well. He's yeah. done well. It's not fun, but it's necessary, and it, we think it's working, so. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't, he still drinks, but, like, I think we're just mm-hmm. kind of exaggerating our watching of him drink. Yeah. Because we're just worried, but... Right. He's doing great. He's not drinking yes. as much, and he's not drinking as frequently. Like, he first, you know, before couldn't walk past the water, water bowl without, without drinking. drinking, and now he's... Of course our fucking cat's diabetic. Of course it's Mishka, though. Like, of course it's, it's Mishka. Everybody shits on Kitty, because everybody thinks Kitty's, like, the meanest cat. She's literally the, the nicest, sweetest, sweetest cat. cat. She's a cat, and when she's pissed, she mm-hmm. just lets you know, and you just... Whatever you're doing, stop yeah. and leave her alone. Right. Mishka's just a 24-hour asshole. Pretty much. That pretty much sums Mishka. He's like the Sam Lim. He always <laughs> open. He's always angry. <laughs> he always chooses violence. I'll put it that way. But no, but I think, if anything, it has given me a greater appreciation for veterinarians and vet techs because yeah. I don't know how y'all do it. Well, we brought him in, and they were going to demonstrate how to... They weren't going to give him the injections because it's... Very timed, has to be, oh, you know, pretty 12 hours. every 12 hours. So they weren't going to give it to him, but they were going to demonstrate. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, he doesn't mind the car. Mm-mm. So, like, putting him in the carrier, he didn't care for that. He didn't love it. In the car, he just lays down. He yeah, doesn't really care. care. He didn't really care when we got into the vet. Mm-hmm. We got into the exam room. <laughs> we're talking to him. He's looking at us. As soon as that door opened. The other and the door vet opened. walked in, the noises that came out Ooh. of that fucking cat. She was like, he's really upset. What are they called? He's difficult. He's difficult. <laughs> he's difficult. Well, he's dramatic, too, because when I took him to the first appointment, and, you know, they, uh, you basically drop them off and you come back. So I was waiting on the vet to come in to talk to me, and he's in his carrier, and another cat had just come into the lobby. <laughs> like, you could hear the cat. The cat's pissed off, obviously. Yeah. Mishka literally starts hissing to the point of, like, <laughs> I mean, like, getting himself into a wheezing fit. Like, he was, like, having an asthma attack. And so the vet's, like, concerned. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Mishka, please don't do this in the vet's, like, office today. Kick, it, kick the bucket at the vet because you're so upset. Just because you got so upset that you just died. Which Mishka, Mishka would. Do. Like Yoda. He's just done. He's just, he was so tired of answering questions, he just dropped in. But he's, like, looking at him, and the minute the... Um, Sorry. No, you're fine. The minute the vet makes eye contact with Mishka, he <laughs> stops wheezing and starts growling. <laughs> and I'm like, I think he's going to be okay. 
He's such a shithead. I know. And I, I love him. him. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I love him to death. I really do. But he is so, he's difficult. <laughs> he's a lot. He's a lot. And it used to be in the morning time, Kitty would start like wailing for her canned cat food. Yeah. But now we got them both because Mishka has to eat before he can have his insulin. Mm-hmm. So we've like, but like Mishka's that stupid ass that like you can pretend to like put it in the oven or you pretend to like sprinkle something in it. And so he'll kind of eat and then he gets done with it and you like you just do it again. Pretend sprinkle or put it in the microwave and then take it out. And then he's just like, oh, something new. <laughs> Gourmet meal for one. <laughs> and then he finishes it. He's just difficult. He's just Mishka. It's, he's Ugh. an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> a lovely asshole, but still an asshole. Yeah, he is. He is a lot. Yes. But he is doing better, so we are glad. Yes. And we hope that this does not get more escalated. Yeah. <laughs> it so, gives me hope, though, because it is such a low dose. They said it's, like, mm-hmm. very small, you know. Yeah, I hope so, too. And, you know, maybe one day he can come off of it. We don't know. But yeah, we shall see. We shall Time see. Time will tell. Yep. Anything else major going on in our lives? I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. All right. Well, do we want to jump in? Sure. Okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? No, you're going to start. Okay. Sorry. Um, so I decided to just kind of pick a place that I'm interested in okay. and just choose some locations there. Um, so with that in mind, I chose Savannah, Georgia. Such a fun place. It is such well, a fun place. Only that one time that we went, it's the mm-hmm. only time I've ever been. But And we're not going there for your birthday. So if you're thinking that was oh, it, then you cross it off the oh, list. Okay, okay. It's fun fact, Gabby Ghoul is there right now. I know. Bitch. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch indeed. Bitch. Yeah. No, Savannah's a lot of fun. We went. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. Did a ghost um, tour. Did a ghost tour. It was pre-ghoul friends, too. That was, like, way pre-pre-ghoul friends. Yeah. We, we were still ghoul friends. <laughs> yeah, we weren't even engaged yet. No, I don't think so. I don't think so, either. That's wild. But it's a pretty place. has a lot of history um, and looks a ton like Charleston, it does. if you ever go. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, how far would you say from here? It's, like, two hours. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very doable. Yeah. Um. So... In looking at, um, obviously, there are a ton of haunted places in Savannah, so these are only two of them. Um, the first place I decided to do was the Kehoe House. The Ho House? The Ho House, oh. yeah. <laughs> There's some hoes in the house. <laughs> and this is located at 123 Habersham Street in Savannah. Okay. And it's an inn today. You can actually stay there. Okay. I'm guessing it's haunted? It is, okay. but it's kind of like a sweet haunting, and I'll get into that. Oh, okay. So William Kehoe, he was an Irish immigrant who moved to America in 1842. He came over as a child with his mom, dad, four brothers, and three sisters. I was like, sheesh. That's a lot. That is a lot. He worked his way up from being an apprentice in an iron foundry to being a foreman. So he really kind of worked his way up the ladder. Started from the bottom, now he's here. He really did. Because post-World War I, he built a very successful foundry on the riverfront. So he became a very successful businessman, made a lot of money. The riverfront is so beautiful. It really is. If y'all ever get a chance to go, please do. We also should talk about the fun time that you booked a hotel room in Savannah, Georgia. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is the trip that's banned Celeste from ever booking a hotel room ever for the rest of Don't our Don't ever use Groupon. Period. Don't ever use Groupon to book a hotel. <laughs> it's too long of a story to tell. Yeah. But it was the scariest hotel I've ever been in in my life. Yeah. We've never been, like, so nervous or anxious that we actually have, like, left, left a place. And we straight up left that one. And it was like, we weren't even there 30 minutes. <laughs> nope. It was a very quick gut feeling of this ain't gonna work. Yep. 
But we ended up trading up to a very beautiful hotel <laughs> in downtown. So, like, it worked out well for us. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that's another story for another that's day. That's another day. Maybe we'll do that on Instagram or something <laughs> yeah. and tell that story. It is a good one. Um, okay. So, William Kehoe, in 1868, he married a woman named Anne Flood, and that was when he was 26. Um, they lived right down the road at 130 Habersham, but they wanted to build a home in the historic district. They really liked the okay. area. They wanted to have um, a big family, which they did, <laughs> and they decided to build the house at 123. They'd be Habersham and... <laughs> they were, because the cost to build that house at the time was $25,000. Which I'm sure is way, way more now. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, construction completed in May of 1892, and William, Anne, and their 10, that's right, T-E-N, kids moved into the house. Like, that is some, like, Duggar shit going on. That's insane. That is insane. Imagine being pregnant that long, like, with 10 kids. No. That's, like, a lot of time being pregnant. I don't even want to be pregnant once. <laughs> like, at <Yeah>. all. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> No, thank you. No. Mm-mm. If you ever wonder if we want kids, the answer is a resounding no. no. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> it's not. not. Firm no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, the Duggars moved into the Kehoe house in 1892 <laughs> um, and pretty much lived there the majority of their lives. Um, the descendants of the original family sold the house in 1930. Um, originally, it was used as a boarding house. It was a funeral home for a little bit Ooh. and was once actually owned by Joe Namath. Oh, cool. A football man, from what I was told. <laughs> I'd ask you who that was. I was like, I don't know. Who that is. He does all like the like Medicaid and like. Oh, he's really old now. Yeah, commercials and yeah. I see. I'm Joe Namath. <laughs> we own this at one point. Okay, Joe. Okay. So in 1990, the house was sold again, and this is when it became a bed and breakfast. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the spookiness, a shall lot. we? Yeah. So probably because it was a funeral home. Uh, yeah, I can see that too. Um, urban legend says that two of the family's children, who were twins, were killed in an accident while playing in the fireplace in one of the rooms. But I'm like, you got ten damn kids. Like, you're bound to lose a few. I couldn't keep up with them. <laughs> I, I could not even know where all my kids were at one time. No. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, so apparently, according to the legend, they died in one of the fireplaces. The family um, grieving blocked off this fireplace and then had every other fireplace in the home decorated with cherubs. Which is said to remember them by. Okay. Now, the fireplaces do have cherubs, so the story kind of makes sense. Okay. Um, However, it's never been confirmed to be true. There is no documentation that they had twins or that twins passed away in the home. But visitors do report when they stay there, they hear children laugh, um, you know, when they're walking through the halls at night. Okay. On the floors that the children's rooms were on. Interesting. So, that's creepy. Yep. Um, I don't see... I'm sure they're just having fun in the afterlife and playing, and I don't... Mm-mm. See, Something like, living s- children scare me. So, I, I know deceased, like, ghost children probably <laughs> scare me, too. Like, I, I don't care if you have the best of intentions. I am sorry. I love when kids stare at me, like, at a grocery store, and I just, like, s- like stare back at them, and they're just like... <laughs> I just want to appear as mysterious as possible to them. Because, like, if the neighborhood doesn't think you're lesbian witches, like, in your cottage on the end of the street, like, what are you doing? Like, that's the vibe I'm trying to build as I get older. Lindsay is definitely that person. Mm -hmm. Just minus the lesbianism. She is straight up that witch at the end of the road. She is. She's got the fairy house at the end. She does. Lindsay has her house, like, locked down. It's like the, what is the curse that... 
McGonagall does <laughs> on the last one of Harry Potter. When, oh, when all the clay yeah. soldiers <laughs> jump like, down. I always wanted to do that. That's like that's what I picture Lindsay's house having around it. <laughs> if Lindsay could have a castle with a moat, <laughs> she would have a moat for sure. I would have a moat. I would have a moat. Tom Brady had a moat in his one of his houses. That's insane. Douche. Not bitter. <laughs> Not bitter at all. Nope. Well, you said you didn't like ghost children. You're really not going to like this then. Oh, no. A woman who stayed in room 201 stated that she woke up in the middle of the night one night to a young child, like, patting her hair. Yeet that thing off the bed. I would eat it. But can you? Because they're probably transparent. Well, I would still try. <laughs> I would eat me off the I bed. <laughs> so, yeah, she wakes up to him, like, kind of, like, pet. Like, kids are cute. They yeah. do that. But, like. Not in the middle of the night and not a child that I don't know that is a ghost. No, thank you. So as soon as she kind of woke up and saw him, he vanished. Okay. Yeah. I'm resisting the urge to go look at the massive airplane that's flying over our house right now. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a C-17. It is. We get a lot of those. Yeah. Fight the urge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fighting. (laughs) Um, Another room is 203. Anne, who is the mother, her spirit has been spotted sitting at the writing desk and has been reported to sit on the bed of sleeping guests. Okay. Now, nothing I could find indicates that she's malicious or angry that they're there. She kind of just seems like she's, like, keeping watch, like, making okay. sure everyone is okay. I still would be scared to tell everyone's like, oh, just everybody, you know, they're just trying to live their best, like, afterlife. I'm not scared. I, if I see a ghost, I am scared. Yeah. Like, I am straight up scared. Same. Except on the Yorktown when me and Bailey. Actually and saw a ghost. We, yeah. Was it, did Lindsay see him, too? Was I think she did. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that was actually a ghost. Yeah. But it looked like a real human, so I wasn't that scared. Yeah, it legit looked if like it a person. it looked like a ghost, like transparent, or if I saw like a mist or something, like I'm fucking done. I'm yeah, done. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Completely out. Fair enough. I don't blame you for that. Uh, well, then maybe we should not stay at this place next time we're in let's Savannah. Let's not do that. <laughs> we'll stay at the Holiday Inn where we stayed before. Yes. Um, let's see. So room 201 is where the ghost child was seen. Anne's presence often is felt in there and people know she's in there because they start to smell roses. Okay. Um, she's also, like I said, kind of always kind of like checking on people. It seems, um, she's kind of felt as being friendly and peaceful. Mm -hmm. Um, William Kehoe is also in the house and there's an unused room in the inn, and it said that a light in that room continually will turn on and off, even though no one uses it or goes mm-hmm. in there. So the staff is constantly having to, like, go turn the light off. Okay. Um, there's also a story where a person who was a concierge said she was at the lobby of the B&B, and she heard the doorbell ring in the front of the house, but when she went, no one was there. Okay. The doorbell continued to ring. She kept looking. Um, and so finally, she kind of just gave up and was sitting there and letting it ring. Well, apparently William didn't like that because the door unlocked, opened itself, and all outside doors to the building opened as well. What? He's like, this is my damn house. You ain't locking me out. That's insane. So it said that he likes to, um, you know, check in, kind of do his things that he did in life, um, but, like, can open doors, does not like being locked out. So apparently now if they hear a doorbell ring and they don't see anyone, they'll kind of openly say, like, hi, William, like, come on in. And that keeps him, like, happy being acknowledged. Jeez. Yeah. Can I tell you a really, it's kind of sad, but, oh, sad, but, like, sweet TikTok that I saw the other day? Okay. It was a girl, and she um, had just kind of, she always said she'd been, like, spiritually, like, connected and could Mm -hmm. kind of, like, see things or hear things while she's, like, learning how to, like, really, like, hone in on them. 
And yeah. she said it's getting like really strong now. And she's like, it usually is just like with friends and family that I connect with like a lot. Mm-hmm. She goes, this was the first time I was like in the grocery store and there was an old man pushing his cart and there was a bird, like a parrot bird sitting like on the handle of his cart. Aww. And he's just like pushing it. And she's like, I just instinct, like, I didn't even think I just went. She said, sir, like, do you have a bird? And he was like, my bird's been missing for a few days. Like, I I think it's probably passed away at this point. Um, And she's like, oh, okay. Like, just, you know, kind of brushed it off and walked off. And she's like, I didn't have the heart to tell him that, like, the bird had passed. Um, She was was like like, riding around. Right. Yeah. So she's like, she said, like, what happens to your pets, like, in the afterlife? Like, sometimes they stay with you and, like, even just going to the grocery store. Like, they're, like, just with you. And I was like... Then it made me really sad because I'm like, what if Dennis is following us around? Like, we're not even petting his head. I know. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, I hope Dennis is around sometimes. Though I hope sometimes he, like, goes and hangs out wherever, like, pet heaven is. Like, I don't want him to feel like he has to, like, stay with us. No, I don't think it's like that. I think he's got the treat, you know, jar open over there. I'm sure. And heaven down some peanut butter. (laughs) He can be, like, two places at one time, essentially. Yeah, Yeah, I hope so, too. That's a sweet thought. It was sweet, though. It was, yeah. like, it was really cute. That is a sweet story. Yeah. I cannot imagine having that ability. Mm-mm. It'd be really hard. It's just weird, though, because, like, how do you know who's alive and who's dead? I mean, if when she saw the bird, did it look like a bird? Like, was it see-through? Was she seeing it, like, in her mind's eye instead right. of, like, her physical, like, vision? I think that's just something you learn. You have to learn. Oh, It's got to be hard. That would be crazy. Yeah. I've always wanted to try and develop it a little further. I think you could. But I'm, like, so scared because, like... I know you invite a lot of things in. Well, the is you probably have to find, like, someone that's really good at a it. A teacher. To, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. Let's get you through your PhD first. You got enough on your plate. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. Reel it back in. All right. So that was the end of the Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That was that was good. Yeah. So it's kind of sweet, you know. Yeah. Nothing too scary yet. Um, That's coming in the next ones. So don't okay. you worry. Oh, okay. But Yeah. Well, I guess I'll go. Okay. So, I, once this episode airs, I will have been to this place that mm-hmm. I'm going to. Yeah. But I have not, as of right now, Okay. been there. So, we are going to St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, St. Augustine is haunted AF. Which is one of the reasons why we chose it. Yes. <laughs> Um, so St. Augustine was founded in 1565 by Spanish Dang. explorers. Yeah, it's old. That's older than Charleston, it's for sure. the oldest European settlement in the United States. Ooh. Yeah. So it was founded on September 8th by Pedro Menendez de Aviles. Okay. Who ended up being Florida's first governor. Okay. He named it St. It was Augustine at first, as his ship saw the land eight days earlier, which mm-hmm. would have been on August 28th. Which was the feast day of St. Augustine. Okay. So. Sure. Makes sense. Kind of all fell into place. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, so, where are we going in St. Augustine? Um, I was going to go to a couple places, okay. but I found the one that I was most interested in. And it's a doozy. And we're only going here today. Okay. <laughs> we're and we're really going there when we go. And right? we are really going there when we go. Okay. Yes. Um, so we're going to go to the old jail. Ooh. I love me an old jail. Me too. I'll be very interested to see if you can go in. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Lindsay, do not let me forget to bring my, um, the necklace she got us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for protection. Yeah, we've got to wear those for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So this was built in 1891 okay. by a man named Henry Flagler. Okay. Um, so the jail that's there today is not the original jail. Okay. Apparently this, 
original jail was really like ugly, <laughs> which okay. aren't most prisons not pretty cute. Yeah. Not, yeah. Kind of generic. Just they're not there mm-hmm. to do anything fancy. Right. Um, but Henry was a very wealthy businessman. He's actually very well known in St. Augustine. Like he's kind of, his name pops up like there's okay. Flagler College. Yeah. I was like, going to say that too. The, he, he's just very well known in that area. Sure. Um, very wealthy. And he owned a luxury hotel just down the road from the jail. Okay. Um, and the jail was actually visible from the hotel. He didn't like that because it looked like an old, just dirty kind jail. Kind of an eyesore. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he demolished that jail and built another jail that is actually quite pretty. Um, like from the outside? Like from looks the, really yes. nice? Mm-hmm. It's meant to look like the houses in St. Augustine. So you don't really know it's like a jail. Other than there are bars on the window. Okay. And then you're like, oh, it's a jail. <laughs> That's a jail. Yes. But... To the just kind of basic passerbyer, yeah. yeah, it looks more or less like a house. Okay. So he built it in it. It's called Romanesque Revival style, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of like I said, much like all the other buildings in that area. Yep. So this new jail, um, the walls in the jail are twenty feet tall. Dang. The walls are so thick that even the loudest of screams are not heard outside. Well, I'm sure that was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and I feel like I say this every time we talk about a prison. Um, this is absolutely no different. It's very unsanitary. Mm-hmm. Very scary things are happening. Very yep. inhumane things are happening. Um, yep. This is absolutely no different. They had no showers, and there was no bathroom sanitation. We got chuckling about this. I know this was a while ago that we were saying it. Dirty butts and dirty nuts. <laughs> Running around. I'm so glad we have the explicit tag on this podcast. <laughs> Please don't let your children listen to us ever. <laughs> but you're not wrong. Our humor can be a little sideways sometimes, but you know what? <laughs> I don't know why people listen. <laughs> I've yet to figure that out. Um, okay, so dirty nuts, dirty butts, and the showers, you know, would have helped, but there were none. A quick question. Yes. D- do we know if it was co-ed or if it was only men's? Men and women. Men and women. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mostly men. Okay. Mostly men. Majority men. Okay. Yes. Um, so they had no blankets, no mm. pillows, and their mattresses were stuffed with Spanish moss. Mm. Now, if you're from the South, a lot of it here in Charleston, Spanish moss is beautiful. It looks beautiful in the trees where it belongs. It's any Southern movie you see, it's kind of gently draped over the branches, like... Yes, over the trees. Yes, yes. It is not pretty up in person. But not anything you want to sleep on as well. Because it's got bugs. A lot of bugs. A lot of bugs. (laughs) The entire prison was crawling with bed bugs. Mm -mm. Uh, Yeah. So, this horrific prison, right... Um, but there was a nice little cozy quarter there because the main sheriff and his entire family lived in the jail, but in the cozy quarter. Okay. Had running water. Of course. Had, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. blankets, pillows, mm-hmm. mattresses. It was just yeah luxury for them. Mm-hmm. They had the ye old sort of mattress up there. <laughs> no Spanish moss in that one. No Spanish moss mattress. No. Um, so the inmates that were housed in this prison were kind of the worst of the worst. Okay. Like these were really high you know, crime yeah. inmates, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I said, it was home to male and female inmates. Um, horrific crimes. Obviously, these conditions were awful. Like, this is just not a place you want, want to be for right. any reason. 
Right. Inmate, staff, just not good. Sure. Um, the inmates were often beaten, tortured, and starved to death. Mm. Um, many did not live to see their entire sentence. Yeah. Like you went there, like, it was 50-50 if you were coming out alive. Well, right, with you think about the rate of disease and malnutrition, mm-hmm. I mean. Beating, torture, yeah. you ate. Mm-hmm. There's, oh, there's okay. more. <laughs> Um, so there were maximum security cells, which were in the back of the building, and it had a clear view of the execution area. Okay. Um, there were eight documented hangings at the prison, um, but there were so many more deaths that occurred in the prison. Okay. Um, they had a torture chamber mm. <laughs> that literally was a cage. Oh, wow. And guards could come by and do I mean, whatever, just they, whatever wanted. they wanted, just kind of poke them through, you know, the bars mm-hmm. and just... Horrid. Hor- I I don't care what crime you committed. That's I don't. That's just horrible. Well, right. I mean, this is so far before you know prison reform, and yes, not to say that conditions are necessarily perfect today because they're certainly not. They're better than this. Mm-hmm. Nobody deserves to be treated. No, that way. I mean, it was inhumane. Sure. Yes. Um. So yeah, this is just not a good. A good situation. No. Um, so it's kind of crazy to me to think of how long this jail actually stayed open. Um, the jail was shut down for like inhumane living conditions in 1953. That's like almost, that's right before my parents were born. It's not that long ago. Yeah. If you really think about Mm-mm. it, you know? Um, so that's kind of the history of the jail. Okay. Um, it is an absolute hot spot. For I cannot wait to paranormal go. activity. We're putting this on Instagram. It's gonna be fun for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been featured on the Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't surprising, obviously, with the conditions and all the manners of death that happen there to have such high, high activity. Sure. Um, there's too many things to list of kind of what happens. Mm-hmm. A lot of just poltergeist. Tons of cold spot spots. Mm-hmm. Um, one that kind of is creepy is a lot of people report feeling like really cold hands coming up behind you and grabbing Ooh, your that shoulders. Happens, I ain't gonna like it. I'm gonna yeet myself out the window, <laughs> bend the bars like split style, and go <laughs> and <run. laughs> jumping out and running as fast as I can. Um, this is kind of gross too. A lot of people feel like when they walk by, they feel somebody like like blowing on them, like blowing in their Ooh. face. And I was like, mm mm. Not in the day of COVID. Yeah, <laughs> no. Somewhere Social else. distancing. <laughs> Spirit or not. Mask up. <laughs> Mask up, ghosty. Um, yeah, a lot of people having their hair pulled, being kind of poked and mm. pushed. Um, another, these, obviously, they have nighttime tours, and they kind of do some, like, investigating as well in the tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, we need to talk to Kathy. And I want to do that do. one. Yeah. The After Dark, it's called. I Jeff think. is not going <laughs> Jeff will not go. He'll be in the comfy (laughs) hotel room sipping tea. Living his best life. Yes, away from all the girls. Pretty much. (laughs) Poor Jeff. All Jeff wanted was a boy in the family, and he got two girls and a lesbian daughter. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. One day, Gabby. (laughs) Okay. So this kind of happens, like I said, after dark. Okay. In more obvious at nighttime when things are... A little more active, yeah. I would say. Um, in the maximum security and solitary confinement quarters, you hear a lot of screaming and yelling, just kind of agony, not good. Just yeah. sounds horrible, like grown men crying. Um, there is a report of a creepy woman that is sitting in the corner of one of the holding cells Ooh. and just laughing. Just laughing in the corner. Oh, I don't like that. 
Mm-mm. Nope. Um, so, remember the dirty butts and nuts joke? Mm-hmm. Apparently, there is an absolute stench in this jail. Oh, they've like. I'll be interested to see if we if, experience this. Yep. They said they have like done extensive like plumbing and just trying. Obviously, there's like running water and you know toilets and stuff there mm-hmm. now, and they just cannot get rid of like this overwhelming like sewage smell. Interesting. So I think that's got to do with the whole no running water sanitation yeah, I can stuff. believe that. Um, apparently it's filled with air fresheners just to try and Help mask it bit. if it does arise. Interesting. Right? Weird, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's actually a lot of houses that are in really close proximity to the jail. Okay. And a lot of neighbors say that they hear a lot of screaming that comes from the jail. Um, and they also have heard, like, clanking chains as if multiple people were walking oh, with chains on okay. their feet. I can see that. But you know what really kind of, like, makes me weirded out with that a little bit is that, remember earlier I said the walls were so thick that even the loudest screams you can't hear. be heard, and yet they hear the chains. And the screaming. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Reports, the neighbors are, have reported that they've heard screaming what? and chains coming from inside the prison. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. We need to look it up because I don't... I want to do the After Dark. The night tour. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Lindsay's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> Lindsay's like, I need to do so many things before he'll go. <laughs> Lost a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to do all her witchy shit to make sure we're good. She's got... I wonder if she has a wand. I bet she's got a Harry Potter wand. I'm sure she does. <laughs> she just slings it around the house and Mike's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> we were talking about this the other day with Harry Potter, but what is your house? So, everybody thinks I'm a shade ass and <laughs> I'm a Slytherin. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would say that I would either be a Slytherin or I like to say that I'm a Gryffindor because I feel that I am very smart. And I'm not just trying to be an asshole. I really am smart. I, I believe you are smart. I can see that. I went to the college. I went to college, yes. C-O-L-L-A-G-E. <laughs> <laughs> went to college. <laughs> yes. I would say, but, you know... Like, I ain't hanging out with Malfoy. He's a douche. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. And I, they all got bad teeth over there. And I, you know I'm not one for bad teeth. <laughs> you know you. Draco's friend, the dude with yeah, jacked up teeth? Yeah, there were some. Yeah, his teeth could have used a little work in that movie. Yeah. For sure. Um, let's talk about the straight up glow up, though. Of, of Neville Longbottom. Yeah, you know, not that I had a real interest in, in men watching these movies, <laughs> even as a kid. But, like. You know what? I, tr- I could have tried. <laughs> he had try. some gnarly teeth, though. He had some gnarly teeth. Well, the joys of puberty, my friends. It's true. I had gnarly teeth, too. <laughs> Most younger kids do. Oh, they, we didn't talk about your gnarly teeth. I have gnarly teeth. <laughs> By gnarly, I mean your lateral incisors are very slightly turned, which Celeste found the need to go get Invisalign, and now is miserable with Invisalign. I did. It's not as much fun as I remember it being. <laughs> the end result will be great, though. You're going to have your glow up. This is going to be your glow See? I know. What's your house? I know what your house is, but just tell the people. I am definitely a Ravenclaw. So stupid. The smart ones. Um, I wish Quidditch was a real thing. Me too. Do you want to know something funny? What? C of C, where I went to college, College of Charleston, had a Quidditch team. So <laughs> and they literally ran around on That's the throwing like a volleyball. Stupidest thing I've ever heard in my entire it life. It was in Marion Square, and I can't, like, I can't. I would just be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just couldn't. I'm like, running no around fan. with a stick between my legs does not sound fun. It sounds like a very dirty joke. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> it was just, I just couldn't. Like, I love anything Harry Potter. Oh, for sure. But, like, I can't. <laughs> Unless those prims can fly, I can't. <laughs> I always kind of thought Draco was kind of hot, but it's maybe because he, like, kind of looks like a girl and they kind of got the long hair going on. Yeah, I could see that. I remember thinking, like, I never thought Hermione was, like, super pretty, but, Mm-mm. like, Loki had a crush on McGonagall, though, because she was just oh, she's a badass. bad bitch. And yeah. I was just like, oh. Yeah, for sure. I could sure. be in detention with you, girl. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> I solemnly swear I'm up to good. <laughs> you know what That it is, is the motto of my life. <laughs> that is so true for you. So, what are you doing? I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. It's you 90% of the day. I know. That was me. I went shopping. And I came back with... Oh, I had the tragedy of my Nike slides. If you know me, you know that I have an obsession with Nike slides. Like, I wear them all the time. Like, I really hate when I have to put on different shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, I true. wear them 99.9% of the time. If you ever happen to meet us in public, which will be such a weird thing, you, will, not, you will probably catch her in those slides. Just if, And we'll probably be in sweatpants, just to <laughs> warn you. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I hope that's the Amazon truck. I don't know. What did you order is a better question. I solemnly swear I'm up to <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I got my new slides. I came home with um, groceries. some groceries and some margarita mix. Yeah. So I just, you just I made a day of it. Good. I did. I was working on my paper and you just went I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> I had a hole in my shoe. <laughs> this is not going to be You're okay. like, I cannot go to St. Augustine like this. <laughs> no. And if Kathy Seymour catches a glimpse of those shoes. She will throw them out. <laughs> She'll first beat me with the flip-flop and then throw it out. Yeah. Yeah, she would for sure. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You have one more? Yes, okay. I do. Um, still in Savannah, but this time we are going to Bonaventure Cemetery, which I wish we had gone to. If we go back, I want to go here. We'll definitely go back. It's yes. two hours away. So, Bonaventure Cemetery, it's located three miles from downtown Savannah, and it's along the Wilmington River. Okay. Um, it's often called the National Cathedral because it has these huge oaks with the Spanish moss. Like, it's very, like, Victorian, okay. gothic. It's beautiful. The land was originally purchased by a man named jo- John Mulrine, and he was a British loyalist during the Revolutionary War. But the land was seized from him after the Americans obviously won the war. Um, and then the city of Savannah uh, bought it in 1907 and named it as a public cemetery. So anyone can be buried here. Okay. Now, it's huge, and there are a lot of notable people that have been buried. And the hauntings kind of connect to them, like the residents of the cemetery. Um, so the first one I'll talk about is a man named Johnny Mercer, who mm-hmm. some of you may know that name. I've heard Mercer. But mm-hmm. You should know him because he is the founder of Capitol Records. Like the album. Oh, brand. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. DMX, FYI. Oh, I know that was so sad. I remember me and my brother Scotty, who is like a little hood rat. We used to be able to do literally whatever we wanted. Like there was no rules growing up. We had nothing. Mm-hmm. Like we could paint anything, do whatever. Scotty had this like shitty old dresser, and he painted it all like gray, like slate gray. Yeah, and he. <laughs> Hand painted like Tupac, DMX, like Rough Riders, like all like wrote the names. <laughs> but I remember like one whole drawer had like DMX, and he'd always just sit there, just like oh oh, and he'd, like bark. <laughs> but like I, DMX, you know that I love Eminem. Mm-hmm. Like, Slim Shady is like my all time favorite. Like yes. that's where I got into rap music for sure. Mm-hmm. DMX was up there too. Though like I can, 
sing a ton of his songs. Sure. I was pretty sad when I heard the news. That is very sad. Yeah. Just, and Prince Philip passed away too. That's wild. Got some conspiracy thoughts on that. (laughs) (laughs) I won't speak ill of the dead, but yes, I I have a few thoughts on that as well. To be honest, I thought he's been dead for the past three years. (laughs) He just wasn't looking great. Um, He was only, it was sad. He missed his hundredth birthday by two months. I know. That's, oh. And I mean, yes, um, obviously there's been a lot of controversy around the royal family, but I mean, you think about how long him and Elizabeth were, the queen were married. Over 70 years. That's insane. She's never been queen without being married to him. That's insane. That's a really sad thought. Yeah. So So long ago. Like when you see, I was watching on the Today Show the other day, they were like showing, it's like black and white videos of like the coronation. Of her being Mm -hmm. crowned. And I'm like, wow, that's insane. It is crazy. Sorry, continue. It's okay. <laughs> All right, back to Bonaventure. Um, yes, Johnny Mercer founded Capitol Records. He won four Oscars and was nominated for 19 Academy Awards. Oh, okay. So he was a big deal. What year are we, or is this just a place? Um, Do we know Bonaventure around? Cemetery, or what yeah, are we talking like, about? Yeah, like the dude. Um, so he it has been dead a long time. Okay. He moved um, to New York City in 1928. So okay. we're talking so in the early okay. 1900s. Okay. I just wanted a time frame. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. He um, was born and raised in Savannah. Okay. His family, the Mercers, are actually a prominent family in Savannah. They have a lot of connections to the history of the city. Okay. Um, he left and went to New York City at 19 in 1928, like I said. And from there, his career kind of took off. Okay. But he was always very faithful to the city of Savannah. And they even erected a statue for him in Ellis Square. Erected. In downtown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One episode will we get through. <laughs> Continue. Never. <laughs> so that's just kind of a notable person. I couldn't find any hauntings around him, but okay. you can go see his gravesite as well as his family's gravesite. So he's buried in Savannah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one I'm going to talk about. Um, this one does have a little kind of haunting lore around it. Okay. And this is the story of little Gracie Watson, and she was born in 1883 and she died in 1889. Okay. So she was born to parents W. J. and Francis Watson. And they were originally from Boston, but the family moved to Savannah when um, her father got a job managing the Pulaski Hotel, which was a very well-known luxury hotel in Savannah. Okay. Basically, it was an offer too good to turn down. So they come down, and when he was working in the hotel, Gracie became a favorite person. She was always there. She would greet people. She was known to sing and dance for guests. Like, everyone just loved her. She was adorable. Well, unfortunately, at age six... She got sick. She had a very high fever and caught pneumonia and unfortunately passed away right before Easter. Okay. So, obviously, her parents were devastated by her loss, and they hired a man named John Waltz to create a sculpture of Gracie to put on top of her grave in Bonaventure. However, the sculptor almost did kind of too good of a job because apparently the the sculpture looks so much like Gracie that her parents couldn't even look at it without getting just oh, incredibly upset because they just looked just, just, just like, like her. So, obviously, <laughs> in dealing with their grief, her parents decided to go back to New England where they lived the rest of their lives and died. And they're buried there as well. So, Gracie essentially was left, left in yeah. Savannah by herself. That's sad. Yeah. Well, it's kind of sweet. So, today, visitors who go to the cemetery, you can see her grave. It's kind of a line. It's got, like, gates around it. Okay. And people will leave, like, candies, flowers, toys, 
And the idea is that they're trying to make her feel welcome and, like, surrounded by people. I gotcha. Which okay. is really sweet. Here's the not-so-great part. Okay. It's said that if someone removes a toy from her kind of shrine, her statue will cry blood. No. So Gracie ain't fucking around. No, she ain't don't fucking be, around. Don't, don't be taking toys. Things. Yeah. So, it was sweet, and then you're like, ooh. That's terrifying. Yes. I'm going to try it. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Just kidding. The last one you will um, will make sense to you even more since you said that. Okay. So, the other, well, let's see. There's another um, statue that's kind of notable in the cemetery. Okay. And it's the statue of Lorraine Greenman. And if you don't know that name, that's okay. She was the subject used by artist Sylvia Shaw's Shaw Judas to create the statue of a young girl. So she's young. She's standing straight up. She's in a dress. And her arms are on either side of her, and she's holding a small bowl. Is that the thing that your parents have at their house, the mm-hmm. small little it's one? It's a replica. Gotcha. Yeah. So... You may know this statue without even realizing it because it was used in the book The Midnight and Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil and is also a prominent image in the movie that came out and I believe I didn't see when that came out. It came out early 2000s. Okay. Um, but the book and the movie are set in Savannah. They have a very strong tie to Savannah City and the cemetery is a big point of um, you know, setting in that. Okay. It's actually it's a great book. I highly recommend it. So, obviously, after the movie, the book come out, people are obsessed with the statue. My parents have a replica. Like, everyone Mm -hmm. wants to see it. Um, People, you know, obviously, who ran the cemetery were so scared that it would be vandalized due to its, like, kind of newfound fame that they donated it to the Telfair Museum of Art, which you can still go to today and see it. But supposedly, it is haunted by Lorraine's spirit because Mm -hmm. she was the subject of the sculpture. Okay. Creepy. That is pretty creepy. And finally, kind of piggybacking off of that, um, this isn't necessarily someone who haunts the cemetery, but it's an important subject, kind of keeping with Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Um, I'll talk about her. Her name is Valerie Fennel Aiken Bowles. She was... <laughs> it's a big name. <laughs> she was an inspiration for the character of uh, Minerva the Voodoo Goddess in Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. She's okay. a major character if you read it. Um, and she was said to do spells in the uh, cemetery, hexes, you know, practice a lot of work there. Mm-hmm. And in the book and in the movie, she uses um, dirt from the cemetery to cast her spells in hexes. Nice. Yeah, I know you'd appreciate that. <laughs> so apparently now today when people go visit the cemetery, some of them will take a little bit of dirt, which you will not be doing if we go see it. I said what I said. <laughs> okay. I won't. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. It is. I want to go see that then. Mm-hmm. I'm to go. Yeah, Next no. Time. We should watch the movie too. It's good. Yeah, I've never seen it or it's, read the book. Yeah, it's a good, great book. And it actually, I don't usually love like movie adaptations of books, but that's pretty good. Do you like the Harry Potter movies or books better? Hmm. I would say, I'm going to contradict myself. I would say movies because. It's been a minute since I read the books. Mm-hmm. I don't read anything but research these days, so <laughs> I have time. I would say the movies too, for sure. Yeah, but I love the books. I'm not Absolutely. hating on the books nope. at all. Mm-mm. But yeah, that is Bonaventure in Savannah. Nice. Yes. I also just got a, neat, a notification that I have to go practice Spanish because I have a 51 day streak right now. Uh oh. 
I can't lose that. No, you cannot. That's been a... Caitlin's been working on her Spanish every day. You're doing yep. really well. Soon. Gotta keep going. It's over for you, bitches. <laughs> We're gonna have a Spanish podcast. <laughs> you all better start learning, because <laughs> give it a few more weeks, and it's all gonna be Spanish. Totally. <laughs> totally. <Just> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, any final things before we wrap up? And mm, No. Okay. I gotta go water my plants. Yes, you do, and you gotta go do some Spanish. Yes. All right. We'll go see Caitlin on Facebook. Yes. Send her all the animal pics. We love them. Yes. You can come find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you have a listener story or you want to send us an email, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And finally, if you want... <laughs> Uh, merch, you can do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. And there's Good a ton job. to choose from. Yeah, thank yes. you. It's always such a mouthful to try to get out at the end. Yes. Indeed. So, for now, any final things? You look like you had something to say. No. I'm okay. good. <laughs> All right. Go do some Spanish. Okay. <laughs> so, for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Yo necesita ayuda. See. <laughs> Google it. <laughs>